Welcome to Backyard Philosophy, a podcast where a couple friends grab some cold ones, sit around the fire, and talk about science, philosophy, and history. Crack one open, sit back, and get a good laugh as we discuss everything from automation to why the meaning of life is 42. Most people know the term Luddite to mean someone who's against technology and wants to go back to the old ways where it was much better. But that's not really the case with the Luddites. Their cause kind of got co-opted to mean that, and we use the term Luddite to refer to someone who generally an older generation who just hasn't uh, figured out how to use their smartphone. But before we get into that, Mike, how are you doing? What are you drinking? I'm doing fantastic. It seems like you're going to be talking about yourself this episode. And I'm drinking some Buffalo Trace. How about you, my friend? How are you and what are you drinking? I got some Coors Light here, some mass-produced Coors Light, which you would think would be the enemy of the Luddites, but we'll kind of get into that. So around the beginning of the 19th century, kind of the Industrial Revolution, textile mills and machines were putting uh, people out of business because you could do it more efficiently and cheaper with the machine than you could with someone just sewing a shirt. The story is a man, Ned Ludd, broke two stocking frames in rage because this machine was taking his job, and that's what supposedly spurred the Luddite movement. He became the leader. He became a general, General Ludd, and he told people to rise up and you know break these machines that are taking our jobs or making it harder for us to live and work. We can't find jobs we can't we're we're all going to be out of business we won't be able to work provide for our families and that ignited kind of protests all across england they took our jobs they took their jobs but here's the thing ned ludd never existed oh that's a big issue so he was kind of like a tom the tinker we think he maybe was a few different people letters were sent to people with his name on it but there wasn't an actual ned ludd so that was one of the the big first things that I found out wasn't true, but here's the other thing, Mike. At this time, England was at war with France in the Napoleonic Wars. They were in a rough patch financially. The economy wasn't doing a lot. They were spending most of their resources fighting. There wasn't a lot of work going around, and you had the textile mills that were you know, making, putting some of the smaller people out of business, but the Luddites... And everyone thought it was against technology taking the jobs, but really there's just terrible economic conditions. There wasn't a lot of work. There wasn't a lot of food. I mean, these people, one of their demands were jobs. <laughs> they were demanding work. It wasn't that they were demanding, you know, that the machines go away and leave them jobs. One of the other things they wanted was they wanted all, uh, they wanted it to be skilled labor working in the machines. And, and I don't particularly think that this is a realistic expectation, but they wanted the machine operators to be like apprenticeships and you have to learn from someone and kind of regulate it so that you get paid more because you'd be skilled labor at that point. But the problem, not that I'm saying that I could run one of these, but it didn't take a long time to, to learn it. So it wasn't, uh, you didn't need to be skilled labor, but the Luddites wanted it to be skilled labor. Basically, they wanted to get paid more and that was their excuse. Don't we all though? Don't we all? But, like I said, whoever started it, the Luddites, were upset about the conditions. Now, it doesn't seem like there's a huge argument. You know, some people say that 
it's because of the machines. Some people say it's because of the economic conditions. It, to me, it seems like it's more the conditions if they were okay with working with the machines, if they got paid more. You know, it, it's not like get rid of the machines because they're taking our jobs. It's, yeah, I can do that. Just pay me more, right? If it was against the machines, that wouldn't, wouldn't have been on the table. So as these protests started spreading, like protests do, they got increasingly more violent. So it started with some Luddites breaking some machinery, you know, some textile machines. Uh, they called them stocking frames. And so they'd break those. What's a stocking frame? It's, uh, you've seen it in a textbook, I guarantee it. It's that thing that um, just moves the... Is it like a loom? Piece, it, yeah, it's kind of like a loom, pretty much. It makes just like a strip of fabric, like a long thing of fabric. Um, so they were breaking those, and then it went from breaking just those, because they'd break one or two as like a, you know, they don't want to... They still want to work for these people, right? So they just wanted to show them that they were upset. So they'd break, you know, a, t a frame here or there. Well, then the landowners would get, or the, the shop owners, the mill owners would get mad. And then they'd, you know, hire other people. And then those people would get mad that they got fired. So then they'd burn down the buildings. <laughs> and then the owners would come with, you know, soldiers and defend the buildings with the guns. And then the people would get mad that they were there with guns. So then they'd start shooting at each other. And then eventually one of the land, one of the Luddites shot a mill owner. So then the mill owners and the English army, the English sent in 14,000 uh, troops to kind of quell this little rebellion. And this is a lot of troops for at a time when they were still fighting Napoleon. I was going to say 14,000? Like yeah, it's not like they could just spare. I mean, it's about... A quarter of the troops that were currently fighting Napoleon at that time. Oh my God! Because this is going on all over England. It started predominantly in Nottingham, but <laughs> I feel like there's a joke there with with Robin Hood and uh, and uh, Luddites. Exactly. I mean, Ned Ludd is like a Robin Hood character, right? He essentially stealing from the rich, giving to the poor, and he didn't exist. So, <laughs> but the the army came in and they, in response to the killing of some of the mill owners, they hanged the Luddites and they sent many to the land down under. That's a bit extreme, but okay. Well, I mean, Australia. Yeah, I know, but land down under, but. Okay. But to still, I mean, if you're sending 14,000 troops across your country to suppress people, that's got to be quite a few people. And to send even a small portion of them to a different continent, which granted is your prison continent that's still that's still a lot of people yeah but it i mean the the conflict escalated you know it went from breaking a few machines here and there to textiles being burned down to other plants being burned down to you know people being killed and this is at a time when a lot of this stuff that was being produced was for the military so they needed that locked down and then england you know english people aren't always the nicest i guess I don't know. <laughs> well if it's something when you're at war, the the I imagine the social structures kind of got to change where it's the war effort first, then people's needs. Because if you get kind of taken over and killed, it doesn't really matter how you feel. Exactly. But yeah, the Luddites, you know, for being used as a symbol of anti-technology for, which is originally what I thought when I started this research from, you know, 18, even before that, 17 something to to now they really seem like it was just about 
they just wanted better economic conditions that the country England was more focused on fighting Napoleon and then dealing with that and it just escalated out of curiosity Nick how does it kind of like get solved I mean you have troops there you're sending people to Australia you're still at war with Napoleon I I have no idea how to solve this problem kind of just went away I guess Father Tom always wins. You, you just close your eyes and you just shut your eyes and cl- cover your ears and you just pretend it's not there. Well, it turns out that people want better uh, economic conditions and they're willing to break a few machines for it and burn some factories, but not enough to fight the English army. So they just went back to work. Sometimes I guess you got to cut your losses while you're ahead you know is it better to uh to get paid a little bit less than uh than have to live in australia (laughs) some people would say so (laughs) i feel like there's some there's a lot of jokes here that that i feel like could be made but uh yeah i guess i guess at the end of the day you still need to eat and i had no idea for some reason i felt like luddites was more of a cult moving i had no knowledge of luddites coming in that other than just that they the stereotype that they hated technology for some reason in my mind i thought luddites would come from like a cult or a religion not a hey they took our jobs yep they just started following the the, the story of ned ludd breaking those frames and uh i don't know where that story came from because it was he's not a real person <laughs> it's amazing how many uh revolutions riots all start from people who don't exist yeah that's uh that'd be a good that'd be a good episode too that'd be interesting but it's still still a common term used today and it's just one of those things that we're all using in the wrong sense sounds like the entire english dictionary yeah you know the people use the term luddite to describe people who you know are against ai and but i really think a better description would be people who want $15 minimum wage. Yeah. Well, Mike, now you know how to use the term Luddite correctly, where it came from. I can barely speak English. You think I'm still going to use that correctly? Oh, that's a pretty easy word. Well, thank you, Nick. I learned a little bit, and now I will not misuse a word, which is kind of a pet peeve of mine. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the Backyard Philosophy Podcast. We rarely finish a podcast without missing a point we wanted to bring up, so let us know what we forgot. And if you have a topic you want us to talk about, let us know at Backyard Philosophy on Instagram 